Yo, what's good? What's up? What's up? How you doing, man? Pretty good yourself. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, welcome to the uh, NFL and Chill podcast with your boy Aaron. And, and Logan. <laughs> so how's everything been going? Right. Oh, it's been good. It's been good. You want to talk about Eric Reed up first? Yeah, breaking news. Uh, Eric Reed signed with the Panthers, was it a couple of days ago, uh, for replace uh, Denar Searcy, who got injured. He's on injured reserve. And I think that's an upgrade at safety. And it's a shock to me that the NFL or any team signed Eric Reed after, you know, since he was joining uh, Colin Kaepernick in the, in the protest. What do you think? Uh, honestly, I just – I'm curious to see how it affects the collusion case because, I mean, obviously there were some things going on. I mean, it's continued to go on this long, but if he's on a team, it's yeah, – I'm curious to see whether he – keeps up the case or whether he kind of just drops out on his part, you know? Yeah, that's a, yeah, I, I can see that. I don't know. That, that's a, something that I'm really curious to find out about. Does he drop or does he just play football or he try to do both at the same time? Uh-huh. I mean, if anything we've seen from his career, he'll probably keep the case up. Just, uh, I don't know. He's been a guy who really didn't care what the league wanted him to do. He just does what he feels is right, and I can respect that for sure. Yeah, I can definitely respect that. Uh, I tell him to keep going at it, keep fighting that case. All right, man. Uh, So I wanted to talk a little bit about what everybody's been talking about, Fitzmagic. He's – Monday night was not – the first half was pretty bad. What do you, uh, when you were watching that game and you saw first half three interceptions, what were you thinking? Did you were you worried? Yeah, I was kind of worried because if you go back into Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic's uh, career, he'll do like really great for like a couple of games. Then he looks like, oh, he should be definitely a starter for this team for sure. And then he drops. And you're like, ugh. I remember one time he threw almost like for five interceptions, like in his early days when he was at, at St. Louis. I fought his career a little bit as just like he looks great one day and next game he looks terrible. I don't know. He's never it's, been consistent. Yeah. Because I remember watching him with the Jets a few years back and he was carrying them and then he'd have an off game where he just looked like he looked like Tom Savage out there instead of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Do you believe the Fitz magic, uh, magic wore off and it's kind of in Fitzception now? No, no. That second half got me back to believing, man. I uh, I don't know what it is. I absolutely love how the Buccaneers are playing with him. Uh, I don't think it's the hardest. Like, he's not making extremely hard throws. He's just lobbing it up there for his yeah. amazing receivers. On a lot of them, like Mike Evans in the end zone, it was – it was literally him just cocking back and throwing it to the end zone and Mike Evans being Mike Evans. Yeah, true. I, I have more hope in the – what did you say? Oh, I was just going to say a lot of what they do, I feel like both him and Jameis could do. But yeah. uh, Fitzpatrick doesn't cause all the off-field issues. And I think that's a, a big reason why I believe at least that they're going to be sticking with Ryan Fitzpatrick for this week at least. Yeah, I, I feel like he has a great game. I think they're just 
keep it tenure with Fitzpatrick and James Winston doesn't be on the bench until what, whatever happens. I think it'll be good for him. Like, if you're doing – you cannot continue to have off-field problems in the NFL at the rate that he's been having them and be the starting quarterback of an organization and it'd be a good thing. Uh, I just think he needs to get his head straight and honestly, some time on the bench might do that. Yeah, I think I'll definitely do that because he, he, he does like maturity as a player. And then he's the quarterback of the team, and you got you to gotta be mature about it and be smart of the things you do, just in general for any athlete or person in general. But, yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, you got anything else on Ryan or no? No, uh, I, I just hope for the best. I hope he continues to do great things for the Buccaneers. Because it's been a while since the Bucks were a, a good team. Oh, it's been a long while, man. Hard knocks is not something you go on often whenever you're a great team. No, nah, I'm not even bad teams going hard knocks. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let, let's get started picking these games. Uh, first up on my list was the Packers versus the Bills. What do you got there, man? I got the Packers winning. I feel like even yep. though Aaron Rodgers is hurt right now, he's still going to show great things against the Buck. I mean, the Bills. Uh, even though they did beat the Vikings uh, last week, I just don't feel like the that, uh, the Bills are going to beat the Packers at all. What about you? I, I honestly, like, part of me scared making the Packers pick just because it seems so obvious, like Aaron Rodgers versus the Bills defense. He should be able to – he could put up 60 points if he had to, in my opinion. Yeah. But on the other hand, like, the Bills have Josh Allen. He did show a lot of good things. Yeah. Uh, but Packers at home in Green Bay against, you know, one of the least talented teams in the league, I honestly think that Green Bay is going to come away with a victory and it's not even going to be close. Yeah. thing is, I don't really know who exactly – like who's a uh, star player on the the Bills? Really, is like they they, they got players, but they don't have like a like. Uh, no, there's nobody they're going to consistently. I think Josh Allen has the potential for that. Lashawn McCoy is a good, he's a good running back, but he's old. He, he's not the Lashawn McCoy of five years ago who is just running it up on everybody. He's yeah, he's gonna he's have not. to have, have some schemes and design plays that are gonna get him in a position to perform well. And I just don't know whether their team can do that right now. Um, I think that they're, they're going to lose that game. It, it might I, be a good game, but I'll see the Packers winning, especially at Lambeau Field. Yeah. I, I just don't see any way that the Bills come in and just trounce the Packers. So, what do you have uh, on the versus the Dolphins? Oh, that's what the game I was about to ask you about. I got the <laughs> – I got the Patriots winning, even though the Miami is doing well. I I know the the key to why they're doing well is because Adam Gates has finally got those those speedy guys he likes. Like when he had when he was up in Denver, like he had Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas. I'm not gonna understand now why he they were gladly gonna trade away Jarvis Landry because Jarvis Landry is a a good a, a, can be a great receiver, but he's not like the fastest guy out there. He's a Outstanding route runner, he can do the things you need, but he just didn't fit his scheme. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. I, uh, I've got the Patriots winning, and it may not be the best reasoning, but 
Man, the last time the Dolphins beat the Patriots at home was 2008. I've been alive for 22 years, and 20 of those years, the Patriots have been a dynasty. I don't think this is the year it falls off. Mm-hmm. And at some point, the Patriots have to turn it around. And usually when the Patriots struggle, it's because the other team has an incredible quarterback. Yeah. That is not the case when you have Ryan Tannehill back there. No, nah, Ryan hey, Tannehill is That's it. They've got, they've got good game planning, but nobody mm-hmm. outworks Bill Belichick. And I just don't see a way where Bill Belichick is going to be outcoached by Adam Gase. I don't think that they're going to – I think they're going to be angry. I think they've, they've yeah. not shown who the Patriots are over the course of this year. And I think, you know, this is a game where the Patriots can come in and they can right the ship against the Dolphins who really haven't played anybody. True. Yeah, I think they're going to at least get wrath on the Dolphins and they're going to show everybody the Patriots are not, not a weak team this year. Yeah, and shit, if they don't, I'm a little bit worried for the Patriots, to be honest. Yeah, I'd be worried if they lose. That'd be one uh, and three. Do yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be it. That'd be the worst start for a Patriots team in a long, long time. I think I was maybe – I was very young when the Patriots were like that. They should have traded Tom instead of Jimmy. <laughs> you really trying to start something. Oh, no. Just kidding. Don't take that seriously, guys. <laughs> Somebody's going quote us on that, that we want uh, Jimmy Garoppolo as the best All right, man. Um, what about Bengals Falcons? What do you have for them, man? Bengals and Falcons? Actually, actually, that was a game I had to really think hard about. Then I started noticing, like, I'm going for the Falcons due to the fact that they have now three good, uh, great receivers now. And I think Cal really is going to really step it up. And then, you know, I'm assuming New was the second receiver. I feel like really is going to be that second receiver. And then Sanu is going to be that third one. And then you got Julio. And then Matt Ryan's going off right now. So I, I looked at it, and honestly, I couldn't, like, I couldn't just pick, like, just off of a feeling. It wasn't like I looked at the two teams and was like, oh, well, the Bengals are obviously a better team or the Falcons were obviously a better team. So I went on, I looked online, I got stats on both of their defenses. And they are not the top 15 of any category. Either team. Like, the rushing yards, the Bengals are 25th and the Falcons are 27th ranked. Passing yards, the Bengals are twenty seven or twenty second, and the Falcons are twenty fourth. They're just, it, they're not good on defense either team. And when you're gonna get into a shootout, which is what I mean, I would predict with these two teams, I'm gonna take the team with less injuries on the defensive side. And oh. the Falcons have gotten they've Deion Jones, Keanu Neal, like they're those are two of their best players on their defense and they don't have them. And yeah. I don't want that when you've got A.J. Green on the other side, when you've got a team that's really good in the pass game. I just don't – I don't know how I can pick the Falcons when their defense is missing two of its best players. Okay, I understand that one. You did bring us a good point. They did lose a lot. I went with the Bengals. Um, and then there was one more stat I wanted to – like bring up 
Yeah. Third down conversion percentage of the Bengals' offense is they're 12th in the league compared to Atlanta, who's 20th. Oh. Uh, I just – going against a team that's missing their two best players, if you're 12th in the league on third down per, uh, conversion percentage versus a team that's 20th and you've got most of your good guys and they don't, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Okay. And that <laughs> Sarkeesian kind of scares me as well. Yeah, he's not the best of coordinators. They really miss Kyle Shane in there. Man, if they had Kyle, it'd be an easy pick, but they don't. And uh, I haven't seen, like, I mean, the last time Matt Ryan really truly impressed me was when he had Kyle Shanahan in a, as his OC, that MVP level season. And, um, I just don't see that being repeated anytime soon. So, uh, one game I want to ask you about, uh, what do you think about the Denver and Kansas City game? The Denver-Kansas City game? Hmm? I'm going to be honest, like, I think Kansas City is going to destroy Denver. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that the Denver defense is, like, I don't think they're on the level of the 2015. They're good still. They've got some talent. They just – they're not – in my opinion, they're not going to be able to handle Kansas City. Kansas City has been incredible, like, up to this point. Patrick Mahomes has thrown th- 13 touchdowns in three games. Yeah, that's the that's, – That's insane. Really is. It, in three, three games, he already got over 10 touchdowns. Yeah, Andy Reid has put together an offense that works amazingly there. Uh, you got Tyreek, you got Kareem Hunt, you've got Sammy Watkins, you got Travis Kelsey. Like, how do there's not enough defensive? Like, you'd have to have a defensive back for all four of those guys to cover them. And I, I mean, you can't do that all game. You can't line up and cover Tyreek Hill across an entire game. You can't do that for Kareem Hunt. They're too explosive. And I think Andy Reid does a really good job of getting him open. Patrick Mahomes has one of the better arms I've seen. Uh, yeah, he has an incredible arm. I remember watching him in college at Texas Tech. I was like, man. And that baseball background kind of helped him with it too. Yeah, no, it just it's impressive, man. He's made some throws that I, I don't think – every quarterback in the NFL can make by any means. Uh, he's up there. Like, if he continues to perform this way, I'm going to have to rework my QB rankings. Yeah. Did we even have him in our top ten? No, we didn't uh, when we started the year. I mean, to be fair, he hadn't played an NFL game yet. Yeah. That's a good point. It's just like, now I regret not having him on there. But oh, I'm- for sure. <laughs> He's outperformed yeah. almost everybody in the league. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I got a Kansas City win, and I thought about it. I was like, that Denver's a good team, but I don't see them beating Kansas City anytime soon. Yeah, it. I look at the offense of Denver, and it's just like, I mean, Philip Lindsay's performed well, but he's an undrafted rookie. I'm not 100% sold on him yet. Um, and then Case Keenum's been Case Keenum. It, He's done what you expected him to do. He's aggressive, but he's not hes not an incredible quarterback. He's never going to be that guy who gets you over the hump. But he's a great, like, 
he's great to have on a really good defensive team. Just yeah. I don't think the Denver Broncos are a great defense this year. I think they're a good defense, but not a great defense. Yeah, I see Case Keenum as like a quarterback you keep for a year until you can find that that quarterback you're looking for for your team. He's not like a permanent I feel like he's a tier below Alex Smith. Yeah, he is like an Alex Smith type of quarterback. And, uh, yeah, I got I see them, uh, Kansas City winning, and I'm, I'm looking at the they do have Emmanuel Sanders. He kind of stepped up his game from last year. Royce Freeman's a good running back, but beside that, I I just see Kansas City winning this game due to the fact that right. have- Yeah, no, I agree with you. I just I don't think there's much Denver's going to do that's going to unless I mean Von Miller could just rip the ball out of their arms a bunch, but I just don't. It's not like a likely thing that's going to happen. Um, yeah. What do you have on Eagles versus Titans, man? I actually thought, thought hard about this game, and I'm going for the Eagles. And uh, my main thing is they're gonna they have a top uh, 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 they could they're gonna stop the run, and because uh, you know the I looked at it like the the Titans do got a solid run game. What what's his name Henry and what's uh, Lewis? But I think they'll stop them and. I just feel like the Titans will, will be going to lose. What you think? I mean, I'm I looking at stats. At, yeah, I looked at the two teams and I looked at the positions, and I think at running back. I mean, I know they're banged up, but the Eagles, I think, have better running backs. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they've obviously got a better O line. I think at tight end, Delaney Walker. It, I mean, he's good. Uh, he's not going to compare. Hurt. He's hurt too. Oh, I missed yeah, that. I think then he's the other guy compared to Zach Ertz or Dallas Goddard. Uh, yeah. And then – yeah, yeah, Alshon Jeffrey's supposed to be back this week, so I just don't see any position where the Titans are beating the Eagles on offense. And then as a unit, I do think the Titans have a small advantage on defense. Uh, yeah. But the Eagles' defensive line is elite. Like one of the best in the league. Yeah, and then on top of that, you you look at the quarterbacks, and I mean, obviously, Marcus Mariota is not Carson Wentz. I think we last year we saw that, and then this year, Carson Wentz came back last week, performed really well. I didn't see weaknesses in his game like you would expect from a guy who, you know, had that type of injury. Yeah, I, just, I got I got a Oh my bad. Oh no, you're good, man. I was just gonna say I picked uh-huh. the Eagles one. Oh, you got the Eagles one? Yeah. All right. Uh I remember I looked at some of his third down draws and stuff uh for Carson. Uh out of the twelve times he did uh get into that third down situation, four of them he did get uh first downs and he got sacked twice, but like the incompletes, one of them was a good throw, but it was uh, I'm trying to think. The it was a he was throwing it to. Uh, it was like I know it's third quarter. He was trying to throw it to. A, I think it was Ertz, but it got swatted by one of the safeties. But it was a good throw. But like the main thing is like he he has he, for coming back from an ACL injury, he's doing solid. He, he, he's uh he made mistakes, but he's still 
I feel like still the Eagles are going to win the game because they do have weapons like Urs, Goddard, Aguilar, and then you like you said, J- Jeffries is coming back. So, yeah, and just, at home? what was that, man? And aren't the Eagles at home? Or is it away? Yeah. Uh, no, the Eagles are going to they're going to Tennessee to play them. Okay, yeah, I still see the Eagles winning. Yeah, like I mean, home field advantage is a, it's a real thing, but I don't think it's real enough to beat the Eagles. That's true. How do you feel about the Seahawks versus the Cardinals? I thought about it. I was like, I know the Seahawks got a weak offensive line and everything, but they still have Earl Thomas in there, and then they bring it in a, a new uh, their rookie quarterback Josh Rosen. I don't feel like he's a step up to the par against it. That's that's secondary or anything like that. Honestly, I didn't even have to like. I didn't look at stats. I didn't look at anything. I watched games for the Seahawks and the Cardinals this year, and I just, man, there's no way the Cardinals beat the Seahawks. And if they do, like you can, you can come back and make fun of me next week. But I just, <laughs> the Seahawks have Russell Wilson, who yeah. had, his entire career has had no O line and still performs amazingly. And the Cardinals are going with Josh Rosen, and I think he has potential, but I don't think he's going to just step up his first game and be like, all right, I'm going to hang 30 points on you and just beat you in every way. Like, that's not who the Cardinals are. They just – it's sad. It looks like the Cardinals are not going to have a good season. They might win by maybe one or two games. I'll give them that. Yeah, like, I mean – they look like they're racing towards the top pick. Yeah. They probably need that in any position right now because they don't have anything. I think they need two or three top picks, to be honest with you. But uh, 49ers, Chargers, what you looking at there, man? Uh, I'm going with the Chargers. Uh, the, uh, Jimmy G just got hurt, and they brought in C.J. Beathard. Uh, he could be a good quarterback, but I don't think he's going to beat the Chargers. They do got a solid defense. and. And then Phillip Rivers has a good little passing game with uh, Keenan Allen and I think, what, Travis Benjamin? Yeah, and I mean, hell, they still have Antonio Gates. Yeah, he came back. I just, just noticed that. Yeah, I I mean, I agree with you. I, 49ers, like, they would have been my pick if Jimmy Garoppolo was still around. But even with Kyle Shanahan, as good as he is, I don't think C.J. Beathard's going to be able to make the throws that Kyle – or that Jimmy – did that throws that are wide open, I think he's going to have some problems. Even I, I get he's an NFL quarterback. Even as a backup, you should be able to hit wide open throws. I just We saw last year how they did with C.J. Beathard, and I don't think their yeah. team has improved so much that they can just continue on without Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I got the Chargers winning. I got them winning by, honestly, a lot. That Phillip Rivers has been – good his entire career. He's been great this year. Just yeah. I don't see any way that the 49ers can win without Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. I would both agree on that game that the Chargers are going to beat the 49ers. Yes, sir. Right. Texans cool. Okay, uh, that, that's the game I was thinking about. Like, you read my mind. Hey, man. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, I see. It was good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I thought about it. No, I'm going with the Texans. Uh, 
I believe in DeAndre Hopkins and uh, uh, Deshaun Watson and uh, Will Fuller are going to step it up this game. What do you think? Uh, okay, I agree with you, but I had a hard time picking this game because the Colts, they've looked a lot better than they have in previous years. Andrew Luck's back. I think he's I think he's performing well. I mean, there's things that worry me. Uh, I'm still worried about him throwing deep balls, like deep, deep balls. But, yeah. you know, 65, 70 yards, that, that type of thing worries me. But I just don't – I don't think the Colts have the team. And I, I have a hard time saying this, but, like, Naheem Hines, like, he's, he's good, but he's not – He's not great, and I think that's what you can say about almost every player on their team is they're good, not great. And they've stuck around in games, and they've made, they've made good plays. They've made good things happen. I just – the Texans, I feel like, are a team that's going to turn around eventually, and I don't think there's a better week for them to do so than against the Colts. Yeah, I hate to say this, but they're like – out of the all three teams, they're probably the best one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the yeah. Texans have a ton of talent on that team. I don't know how they're uh, – if they don't do well this year, they need to get rid of Bill O'Brien. I don't mean – I I hate to see a guy fired from his job, but if you've got that much talent on a team and you can't figure it out, then give somebody else a chance, you know? Yeah, he's got plenty of talent on that team, and they should be – they should have a better record than the show right now. For sure. Uh to be the only, uh, the only team the Patriots have beaten this year, that just yeah. they need to do better. They should do better, and I I think they're going to do better this week. Yeah, I think they're going to turn around. All right, man. Um, here's a game that I enjoyed studying for the Bears and the Buccaneers. I, I mean, the Bucks are fun to watch this year. They just are, and then that Bears defense has. Dominated. Cleo Mack has <laughs> poor John Gruden is just pissed at himself. You get rid of a guy who's played better. Th- I saw like I saw a picture the other day, and it had the Bears defense ver- or the Raiders defense versus Khalil Mack, and they showed the stats. And Khalil Mack has outperformed the Raiders defense by himself. And the Bears were going to be a great defense without. Khalil Mack. They've got talent all around that front seven. Um, they've got Kyle Fuller out there in the back, uh, in the second, Adrian Amos Jr. That They've got a good defense, and I the Bucks have played some good teams, but I don't think they've played a great defense yet, and I know you can't just line up and cover Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson, but if they played zone and they play to their strength, I think the Bears can take this game, and um, Sadly, I don't think we're going to see nearly as much Fitz magic against this Bears defense as we've seen the last few weeks. Yeah, I think we're going to see a I Fitzpatrick, but uh, I'm looking up Khalil Max stats right now. He's at 13 tackles, four sacks, three forced fumbles, and interception. And like you were saying, if they play through their strengths, I, I, I feel like the Bears are going to win it too. And uh, the new coach, he, he's going to get them prepared for it. Uh, what's the name? Nagy? Yeah, Matt Nagy. And, uh, Matt Nagy, yeah. And, uh, like, they got they got good weapons on that uh, defense with uh, like Amos, 
and uh, Eddie Jackson and all those guys, I feel like they're going to be ready for that game. The only thing that worries me about Matt Nagy's offense is just, I mean, obviously he's a defensive guy, but, like, it seems like he hasn't really gotten Mitchell Trubisky into a position where he can easily win. And to be fair, I mean, he's coming from Kansas City. He got to work with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky is a downgrade from Patrick Mahomes. That's that's obvious right now. But at the same time, you've got your guy. You came to to Chicago. You gotta support mm-hmm. him. And it's just before games, they everything he's talked about. It just doesn't seem like he sold on Mitchell Trubisky. And you can't you can't do that uh, with your starting franchise quarterback. You gotta as a coach, you gotta you know support your guy. And it just he hasn't been doing that, and he hasn't been putting together game plans that really make the offense pop, uh, which has me worried. The Buccaneers have some strong – they've got good guys on their defense. I wouldn't say any of them are like, oh, my God, wow, but they still have the Bears winning, even with all those concerns. Yeah, I feel that same way. Uh, the next game I want to ask you about is uh, what do you think about Cleveland and Oakland since we were just talking about Gruden? Oh, Okay, I'm. I want to be a believer in Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think he was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing that really worries me is that that the Browns. I feel like they should win this game. I honestly do. But John Gruden against a rookie quarterback, I'm a little worried. Like I, I really am. I feel like he can game plan to make Baker make mistakes. But on the other hand, the Browns have more talent across their roster. Uh, until Amari something, I'm not sure that the Raiders even have elite players at this point. Um, and I'm a little worried about that, to be honest. Derek Carr, he, he's put up some good games in years past, but he hasn't shown me that he's, you know, that, like, I mean, two years ago, he's in the MVP, MVP conversation. Now he just, he doesn't look like the same guy. And that has me worried when you've got, a Raiders team with a new coach, it, you obviously are going to have some locker room issues with how they dealt with Khalil Mack. I mean, he's one of the biggest guys on their team, the, one of the best players in the league, and they traded him out because they didn't want to pay him. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. that That's got to have some effect on that locker room. And just as a whole, I think the Raiders right now are a team that's lost. I don't think they've really shown anything to prove otherwise and I feel like the Browns are gonna take this one which yeah I got, now that I I'm got saying that out loud sounds a little crazy. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying thinking the same way, but from what I've seen when they're against the Jets and when they put Baker Mayfield, I feel they'll have game they'll finally have they'll have film on Baker and uh John Gruden definitely on the path to try to beat a rookie quarterback, but Besides talent-wise, on the Raiders, they don't have the talent to beat the Browns. I can't believe I'm saying that either. But Cleveland does got a, a they got a good team. I mean, they really have. They've had so many first-round picks over the last few years. It'd be a shocker if they didn't. It just it's weird saying. Yeah, it is. It's like they've been having. They've been building up talent. They've 
and they finally getting it together. They're kind of building up a personality on that team. Yeah. Um, all right, man. What do you think about the – honestly, I've been wanting to talk about this the whole time. Lions, Cowboys. Lions and Cowboys. I feel like if the – I already looked on stats on like a Detroit, they have one of the worst – they do have the worst running defense out there. And if the Cowboys stick to the plan of running the ball, doing a little short ones, putting – Involving Tavon Austin more into the game too, as well as Zeke. Maybe switch in and add Rock, finally put Ross Smith in there too, just to switch things up. What you think? And I feel like Dallas is going to win. Okay, I've got Dallas winning this game, and here's why. Everything you said, the the rushing defense for Detroit is last in the league. You know how hard it is to be last in the NFL at something. It the only thing that truly worries me is. Matt Stafford is still a great quarterback. I don't care how he started yeah. the season. He's still a great quarterback. And I think a big thing that's happening right now is he's getting warmed up. He didn't play much in the preseason. He hasn't played since last year. Uh, he mm-hmm. should come into the season ready. But, I mean, you just – if you don't play at all going into your first game against a tough defense, it, it's going to be difficult. And then last week he showed that he – I mean, he's still – or he's still Matt Stafford. Yeah. I think he could have a big game against Dallas. The Dallas defense is good against the pass, but we saw last week they can get taken advantage of on the run. And if they can find a way to get carry on Johnson, you know, around 100 yards again, I don't – I think Detroit could take it. But on the other hand, the Cowboys have shown – or have talked about all week. They're going to start running the ball more. They're going to start getting Zeke the ball. They're, they need to get Zeke the ball more because he's their offense. He's their best player. Zeke against this yeah, defense, he could put up 200 yards easy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's not – it's terrible that they've only been giving him the ball 16 times when they should give at least to him between 25 or 30 times or something like that. Dude, he has a touchdown 20 times this year. Like, 20 times a game this year. My bad. That's what I meant. It just – it's kind of – it's kind of ridiculous. What was that, man? I was saying he's the the second in, in rushing yards behind Todd Gurley. And he's yeah. not getting the ball like Well, him and Matt Breida, I thought they were tied for first up until uh, Todd Gurley had – I mean, Todd Gurley's got an extra game on him right now, of course, but I thought him yeah, and Rita were tied for first up until the game Thursday. Oh, yeah, they were. I'm, I'm just going by the stats today, but gotcha, that's gotcha. definitely true. Um, the only thing that – there's two things that worry me on this game, and that's Sean Lee being out for the Cowboys because that definitely affects their run and pass defense. And then lastly, the Lions, while they're terrible at run defense – they're really, really good against the pass. They, they're first in yard, uh, in passing yards allowed. They've got the least that they've allowed. Yeah. Wow, that was terrible. How I said that. My bad. They're first. No, in you good. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. They really, they, they're number one in the pass, but they're last in rushing. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I just. Uh, I got the Dallas Cowboys figuring it out this week. Yeah, so Okay, right, uh, the next 
We got Yo, Giants, Davies. Jags, Jets, and Steelers, Ravens. Who you want to go with, man? Uh, let's go with the Saints and the, and the Giants. All righty. I picked the Saints yeah. outright. Um, the Giants haven't showed us much this year. I thought they were going to be a hell of a lot better coming into the season. They've got a lot of talent. But Eli's been pretty abysmal, in my opinion. Uh, he hasn't done almost anything. Uh, other, I mean, he gets the ball out sometimes, but as soon as he there's pressure on him, he's going down like he's old Eli. Uh, yeah, he's that like worries. Eli. The Saints have gotten in shootouts in every game they've been in almost, and I don't think the Giants are going to be able to keep up if they get in the shootout. I. I'm doubtful their defense is going to be able to hold the Saints offense to under 25. And uh, nobody else has done it. I don't think the Giants are going to do it. You see that? It seems like we got some technical difficulty right now. I'm trying to check it out. Yeah, okay, now I can hear you now. All right, cool, cool. Okay, what were you saying, though? Oh, I was saying that I picked the Saints because the Giants this year haven't really shown too much, in my opinion. Uh, They they haven't shown enough to get me to believe that they can go out and beat a good team. And I think the Saints have shown that at least their offense is pretty great. And uh, I think they're going to win this game just outright. I don't think the Giants can hold their offense very well. Yeah, the Saints might not have the best defense out there, but I, I got the Saints winning. I feel like uh, Drew Brees will go off like usual, and then Alan Kamara is going to do his thing, and Michael Thomas will be involved and stuff like that. Uh, the only – I mean, there's two guys that worry me on this pick, and that's Odell and Saquon because any given night they can – any given day they can go off for 100, 200, 300 yards between them. They they're that they're those type of players, and um, just those two worry me. That's really it. Outside of that, I yeah. would pick Saints in a heartbeat. Yeah, if the Giants, the, the biggest problem with the Giants' offense is their offensive line. It's, it's terrible. What you know? They try to get uh, Chaz Green on their team. They worked him out. They tried to get Chaz Green. Oh, you know you're having a bad O line whenever you go. Let's get the guy who gave Adrian Claiborne the game of his life. Yeah, if you go look at it, they did work out Chaz Green. That's how desperate they were. That's, That's give you idea. Oh, man, Eric Flowers has been like just a huge disappointment. <laughs> was he a first round pick? He was a high first round pick. He. He was supposed to do something well for their team, and he hasn't done it yet. Uh, what do you got on the uh, Jets-Jaguars? Uh, I got the Jag- Jags winning. Saxonville's going to come to town and go off. You, you might say Blake Bortles is not the best quarterback, but I feel like the, that defense is going to hold their own against the Jets. And they don't have a good run. Good, They have okay running backs for the Jets, and – I think the Jets could be a good team, but not right. I don't feel like Sam Darnold's going to go off on the Saxonville at all. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I don't think Sam Darnold's going to be do, able to do much against the Jaguars. If they try and run the ball some, I think they – I mean, the Jags have shown you can move the ball against them on the ground. Um, not well, but you can do it. I just don't think the Jets' offense is going to be able to do much. The only thing that really concerns me is the Jaguars, the way they play, they're not looking to get in the shootout. They're looking to beat you into the ground, keep it a low-scoring game. And with Blake Bortles at quarterback against a pretty good Jets defense, he might throw a pick. He might throw two. Uh, I think I think it's kind of scary with him at quarterback because you never know which Blake Bortles you're going to get. You don't know whether he's going to go out there and play really well or whether he's going to be the Blake Bortles we've come to know and, I guess, love. Um, yeah. It just uh, – he worries me in every game where the other team has a, any game where it looks like it's going to be a low-scoring affair. It worries me that Blake Bortles in one throw could, you know, give the other team the game. Mm-hmm. Um, when, uh, in the playoffs when they were against the, the uh, Patriots and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it just – I mean, there's times where they literally – they'll take a knee with him at half rather than go for a big play because they – uh, they're worried about their quarterback. They don't – it seems like the Jacksonville Jaguars know who Blake Bortles is, and they're trying to make him look good because they signed him into that contract, but they know there's probably 30 other quarterbacks in the league that can do everything he does and more. And yep. um, that just – I'll defend him, but – Yeah, like, I mean, you look at the QB battle, and I'd take Sam Darnold over him easily. Uh, of course. I wouldn't take Sam Darnold against that Jaguars defense, so and that's why I'm going to go with the Jags. Yeah, if you're going for the Jacksonville defense, I'd go for the Jets, but that defense is nasty, like it was last year. Oh yeah, and Leonard Fournette's back this week. It's just I'm pretty sure it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, they're going to utilize Fournette this game. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last but certainly not least, Ravens versus Steelers. What you got, man? Uh, after some thinking, I'm going for Baltimore. Baltimore's uh, actually have a, a way better offense than it did last year. Adding was it was it Alex Collins is a good a good running back, underrated type of guy. And now they got uh, Willie Sneed and Crabtree, and uh, Crabtree's kind of uh, stepped it up for his for his career right now. What he he's always been a good receiver, but he's it felt like he found his place in uh, Baltimore. What you think? Uh, look, man, this game's hard. They're both they're both good teams. Uh, I'm actually taking the Steelers this week, and I just I don't know exactly how to say it. I just feel like Antonio Brown's going to shred that defense. I he's such a good route runner. He's almost always finding ways to get open. I just feel like he can really, really take advantage of this defense in ways that most receivers can't. And Big Ben's not no put, or he's not a pushover. He's he can get hit oh, in the but It doesn't matter. Uh, James Conner's shown he's really he's doing a really good job. Juju Smith Schuster's doing the exact same thing. It just uh, as good as the Ravens have shown that they are this year. I'm not ready to say that the Steelers aren't going to go in there and play hard, you know, good football and be able to come away with a win. Yeah, that 
in general, that's like one of my favorite rival teams. Uh, out of those, out of any game I love to watch, the Baltimore and the Pittsburgh game is like they're fighting, they're grinding. Like that game, there's never a blowout when it comes to that game at all. Yeah, it's always it's smashing the football. They're they're always trying to just fuck the other guy up, and uh, yeah. I mean that's fun to watch. Just watch out for the penalties. Yeah. You know, roughing the passers, a real thing this year. Did you see that quote by Dak the other day where they asked him about what his opinion was on it, and he said he should start getting sacked more? I didn't didn't read that. I I think that's going to be a thing where quarterbacks on third and long sit in the pocket and will take a hit instead of, like, throwing a really, well, bad pass and hope because they've given out so many that, I mean, it's, Oh, they've given out all, enough <laughs> Dak Prescott sitting here saying, well, you know, I should probably get sacked more so I can get us 15 yards in a first down. Yeah, that's Clay Matthews how he feels about that. Oh, my Lord. Calling the NFL soft. I get it, man. I get it. All right. Well, that that's pushed us through all of the games this week. Uh, you got anything else you want to talk about today? Uh, not that I can think of right now. Uh you hopefully we could do another episode soon because we had a great conversation today. Oh yeah, man. Uh, let's let's try for another one next week. Uh, for everyone listening, yeah. I'm Logan. This is Aaron. I hope you enjoyed hey, the NFL right. Show podcast. Yes, sir. All right. Good night. Good night. Yeah, have a great day. Peace.